There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Sherlock's Team podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Heather Steele, Winnie Malcolm, and Harriet Russell. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Guys, I've got nine working days left after oh. this. I know. So jealous. <laughs> How is everybody? What is going on? What's news? Winnie, all okay? All okay, yeah. I bought a lot of makeup at the weekend. Oh, great. Uh, oh, basically, yeah. Black Friday. Black Friday. Oh, was Black Friday. Seriously, seriously. Be mental. I had all my lists done. Oh, wow. I, I lit, my, my, me and my sisters are very serious about it, and mm. I got all my stuff stuff done rest of the christmas shopping done had a wine great wait so what what was on the beauty black friday wish list cult beauty was my huda beauty Mm -hmm. graduation day lipstick i also laura mercier new honey powder the tarte cosmetics eyeshadow palette many a thing (laughs) many Many a thing i mean your makeup always looks so flawless so like it's so cold. I feel like my eyes are watering so much. I'm just like, I can't contain the makeup. Too much. Stay there, makeup. Yeah. Stay still. Well, it looks fantastic. It looks and were there good deals to be had? Did you, you know what? Some, if a makeup, you know, a small difference is a big difference. I yeah. feel like with clothes, it's like, you know, a few pounds off. You're like, no. Makeup, it's the difference between me buying one mascara or two. <laughs> <laughs> or five. Uh, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. 20%, for example, is much yeah. more significant, isn't it? Yeah. Feel it more, definitely. Heather, Harriet, any Black Friday shopping for you? Yeah, I mean, I do use it, I have to admit, to get cracking on the Christmas shopping. Mm. I've done a little bit extra this year, but I feel that's because a lot of the retailers have been forced into early discounts, Mm. haven't they? But yeah, I've taken maybe a bit more advantage of it this year than I thought I might and bought quite a lot of gifts for people. And then as far as I'm concerned, the thing that I really... I'm like on a kick with is uh, fragrances because we've talked a lot about them I think in the office and on the show and some of the discounts the niche houses in particular are doing are ridiculously good so such as well cult beauty again after all the chat on the show about the replica fragrances I was My really favorites. yeah oh, no, really... Hannah, we're all going to be wearing them <laughs> so what did you go for this I went many? for lazy Sunday morning because I wanted one. yeah one of my favorite ever scents is clean reserve warm cotton which I know Laura Black loves the candle of and it literally is exactly that it's almost a single note scent and it's just I love the smell of fresh laundry it's like one of my favorite scents in the world so I was really intrigued to to try this one because I think it's a more complex version and it definitely is there's more iris in it it's more aldehydic but yeah I really love it I've asked for jazz club for Christmas so we're all going to be Twinning, yeah. My boyfriend has got that one, and every time he wears it because it is unisex, I am. It stays on Fraser's, and I am just like, yes, that's the one. It is so good. I'm gonna smell just like Tobes going forward. Exactly. (laughs) And you you sit behind me in the office. (laughs) Mind of your boyfriend. Um, Any Black Friday purchases for you? Not for myself, but yeah, just kind of even like somebody wanted some Emma Bridgewater mugs and they had twenty percent off, Mm. and yeah, like little things like that. I think if you know what people want, it's a bit Mm. silly to not check to see if they're gonna get some cash off but yeah so true yeah i got a few bits and bobs great for christmas for ben there's like a piece of tech that i wanted to get him so i knew that I, and i decided in september but i knew it were going to black friday yeah. sale and i'm so pleased i waited i saved like 50 pounds it wasn't huge but it's better than nothing isn't I, know, it? yeah. I know everyone at the moment is like oh but you don't definitely get the best deals then i'm like but 
when they say that, they're looking over the course of the entire year, exactly. whether you could get it cheaper or what. I don't think there are many other times where you can essentially get sort of, like you say, 20% off yeah. all the Christmas presents you were going to buy anyway. That's And also you don't necessarily think of your Christmas presents in April. So therefore, like, mm. all very well. Yeah. But when you start to think about it, it's only really this time of year anyway. It's exactly. True. But I have got a day off. So I'm planning on booking a Monday off and actually doing some proper Christmas shopping for mm. once, which I don't usually do. But I think mm. this year I want to go out and go to all the local shops and try and buy some. Yeah. There is that, isn't stuff. there? Over the weekend, I was thinking about it so much, I guess, with the Black Friday thing. It's never sort of popped into my head as much as this year but I really miss going to physical shops at this time of year when everything's festive like I am sorry to anyone who doesn't live in London but I am jonesing to go to Liberty and just feel the festive feels (laughs) which normally I would just take for granted and not even really think about but this year I'd normally avoid also saying it's like the plague at this time of year (laughs) going back to look at the lights don't you yeah because I can yeah exactly but I agree Mm. I'd like to go in and actually see some stuff yeah anyway fingers crossed from Thursday we can Yeah, yeah Exactly. Yeah, we're so lucky. They were saying on the news today that they, I don't know how true this is, but one of the things that the government are thinking about doing is opening or allowing retailers to open for 24 hours. They're relaxing the permits that normally, it would normally be a long process to apply for 24 hour licensing and they're going to make it really easy. I mean, I can't think of anything more fun than Selfridges at 2am. I think they're doing extended Sunday trading hours. So like going to, yeah, say Liberty or Selfridges or somewhere like that at like 9pm on a Sunday. That would be nice. We've, like if it's not mob, that yeah. sounds great. We've done that a couple of times on sales day. So, mm. so we've done, obviously people queue like mad men, uh, <laughs> you know, for the big department stores first thing on Boxing Day. But we've gone, we'll like go out for supper and then and then go to Selfridges again, yeah, like seven, eight, nine. And yeah. it's so nice. It just feels so festive. But also, as you said, local shops as well. Yeah. I mean, I Heather, I know you've got a feature coming up about local bookstores to shop at. Um, and there's been quite a big anti-Amazon drive this year, hasn't there? Which I think yeah. rightly so. Like every time I go to order a book, I'm like, nope, I'm going to wait. Go yeah. somewhere independent because mm. it's really important now, isn't it? Yeah, there's bookshop.org now as well, which started in the States where you can basically buy your book online and the share of the profits you can either choose which bookshop you would like the profits to go to or if you don't choose one it gets sort of equally distributed between like hundreds and hundreds of indie bookshops yeah. in the uk which seems like you know a good way to do it so nice it's so true i don't know about you guys but when i walk past my local bookshop they have it sounds so stupid but like they have the same books like yeah all those big you know obama's autobiography it's still front and center you don't have to go through amazon get your books this Christmas exactly and Waterstones even always have like really lovely book displays don't they and they really get the staff to sort of personalise them which I really like I also love Daunts as well I spend hours walking around Daunts I love finding the little ones where you can sit down and have a coffee and have a read it's just it just is so nice what's the really really big one right just off Tottenham Court Road I was going to say Foils Foils oh Foils is heaven isn't it (laughs) yeah so nice we are so grateful in London that we're going to be able to be doing a bit of that we're thinking of everybody who's been put into tier three I guess also we're not we're not getting cocky about it are we I think we're going to make the most of it whilst it lasts I think so yeah so. what has everybody been watching listening to what new recommendations do we have Winnie anything to recommend Ooh, industry um, oh, yeah. on BBC so I'm all the way up to date which is a first for me I never keep up to date with things this is amazing it took like you know, one or two episodes to warm up. We're in like episode three now, but it is excellent. I love the way, I think Lena Dunham directs it. And it is basically focused around a black girl from New York who kind of came to the UK. She didn't have all the qualifications she needed to get into trading right on the floor, but she's just so passionate. And it's kind of like, I guess, there's a bit of naughtiness in there. The dynamics in there are just 
amazing I don't know if you watched it before. yeah I finished it last night actually oh. because I player of now strangely they were uploading it episode by episode is it all there and now it's all there yeah. okay I was talking to Harriet this morning because I watched the first four episodes yeah. on a preview and I've been waiting for like so the extra I. ones to catch up check last week there was only three on there and then Harriet this morning is like I've watched it all I, I, was like, like, what? Like, what? I, I had a proper proper binge review <laughs> yeah last well, don't night reveal it all I won't I won't <laughs> Lena Dunham you're right she directed the first episode she doesn't direct any others, but I think, depending which website you look at, she's listed as a producer and elsewhere yeah, she's not. Yeah. But yeah, the protagonist is compelling and you're sort of rooting for her throughout the whole thing. And then no spoilers, but there is a big twist in the final episode. She makes a certain decision, which you're really left with sort of a moral quandary thinking, ooh, does this mean she's a complete bitch? Yeah. Or would I have done the same thing you in go, her it position? It goes through that, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You go through different um, phases of where you're rooting for her and then you're thinking, actually, no, because the whole thing is based upon your integrity mm-hmm. and being honest. Mm-hmm. And obviously she got there through her own ways. So you're kind of, it already starts out on that vein. So it is kind of, you're going through the motions of it. And that's what I really enjoyed, the pace. It's mm. a really good pace. It is, yeah. definitely. Harriet, anything else to recommend? The only other thing I watched this weekend was Hillbilly Elegy, which oh, came out yes. on Netflix. The Amy Adams film. And Glenn Close. Yes, and it is based on a real-life memoir by a guy called J.D. Vance, and he was born in a very small, kind of run-down rural town in Ohio, and this town is kind of very marked by its poverty, by its level of drug addiction, it's kind of a central... Um, Midwestern town that's kind of in the grip of the opioid crisis. He has an extremely volatile childhood. Amy Adams, who plays his mother, is a drug addict. And his grandmother, um, who is played by Glenn Close, is a sort of very matriarchal figure, but sort of flawed in her own way as well. And the story is essentially his story of, quote, redemption from this small town life. And he sort of pulls himself up by the bootstraps, gets himself to Yale, And when he's at Yale Law School, kind of in the crux of those interviews, which are going to kind of make or break his future, his mum, Amy Adams' character, relapses quite badly. And it sort of forces him to come home and confront all of those things he's ultimately trying to get away from. Unfortunately, the film has been absolutely trashed. Oh, oh I didn't expect you to say that. Why? Um, Why? I think what probably happened was he wrote this memoir and it sort of, beyond his expectations, went viral into this portrait of America, middle America. And that's one thing. And then I think what probably happened is the director, who's Ron Howard, obviously very famous director, sort of looked at that and thought, great, this is such a like of the moment topic and I'm going to paint this portrait of America (laughs) through this film. And I think what the critics are saying is, ultimately, you've extrapolated far too much here in trying to display that this microcosm family is representative of everyone as a homogenous whole. For instance, one of their main gripes is that the film does not deal with the fact that, you know, racism is deeply embedded in a lot of these mm. states. That's not even <laughs> like Mentioned, looked at okay. particularly. I think in the book, J.D. Vance does spend quite a lot of time talking about why those people were not supportive of Obama and sort of the portrait that he'd painted of the Democrats. But it's completely ignored in the film. There's also this very kind of one note portrayal of a drug addict and what gets them into drug addiction in the first place. A bit superficial. Yeah. Anyway, did you enjoy it? I really enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> it I know. Terrible, isn't it? When I've just like laid out no, what's, but there are so, what's I mean, wrong with it. Greatest Showman 
women's minds. Like, yes. there, are of, there are a lot of films that the critics pan, but that people really enjoy. And Cats. I'll be fascinated. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think we enjoyed that for the wrong reasons. <laughs> I will be fascinated to see what happens come awards season because. In a similar way that I think will happen with The Crown and Emma Corrin, mm. I think a lot of what people don't like about this film will ultimately be put to one side and the performances, mm. I don't think you can criticise. Sure. But when it comes to awards season, it tends to be that the critics' favourites are the ones that scoop up. You say that, except Bohemian Rhapsody was absolutely torn apart. True, yeah. True. And then but it had that, this renaissance around the acting was season. phenomenal. Yeah. So you're right, actually, you're right. There are good. examples of these kind of rising from the ashes films yeah. to go and scoop all of the awards. I'd be very surprised if Amy Adams and Glenn Close don't get noms, even sure. if they don't win. And I do think both of them are extremely convincing. It's quite a long film. It's two hours. For me, it flew by, considering okay. the subject matter is not exactly what I'd entertainment yeah i was quite staggered by that okay. so, so and, you, you want to see some good acting yes but at the same time you do think if you just look at it as one family's story it's pretty compelling okay sounds good speaking of america and american politics i have started obama's memoir when it comes to autobiographies and memoirs i always listen to them on audible rather than read mm. them i've said this many times i don't like fiction on audible but if somebody's telling their own story and it is it's obama no I mean, that's good all 29 hours of his autobiography part um, one yeah, part, literally part one yeah this is just the white house and i love hearing it from from the horse's mouth so to speak obama is not as chill as he comes across like which is no great surprise i suppose but there's a certain type of person who comes across as very chilled. And I've known a few of these people in my life. And then when you get to know them, you're like, oh, you're not chilled at all. Like a lot of people give off this really, I'm so relaxed. And then actually when it boils, and they might be relaxed in terms of, you know, sociability or any kind of ease of conversation, but that's not the same. And that's really easy to confuse with being a relaxed person. Obama is the most intense. Like you would think it was a relatively kind reflection because it's his own reflection of himself. I mean, he sounds awful like a proper intellectual snob he says when he first moved to new york he kind of he lived like a monk he was so obsessed with just learning and um, you know this kind of finding some higher plane and some higher cause that he you know he kind of eschewed all material things and was just this complete kind of ideological obsessive trying to find these ideologies that, you know a real kind of politico and yet not the kind of chill basketball playing hangout guy that I had always imagined him to be. Perhaps that is really naive of me. To, but he's he's always given across this public image, hasn't he, of being so relaxed. And I think that's why he was, you know, that's obviously why he was so popular. But it only takes one chapter to understand that he is so unchill. It's I think really there's a difference, isn't there, between... I'm such a chill person versus I'm very good at generating charisma and totally. turning it on when I need to win people over. Exactly. And I, it's not necessarily as cynical as that. Like, I think he obviously does have a lot of natural charm, but yeah, he certainly has an intensity to him that one would assume you have to have to become president of the United States, mm -hmm. but yeah, which I had never seen. The thing though that I found really beneficial so far, even though I'm only about, whatever, two hours into <laughs> the long haul, is that he was actually a really stupendous failure up until his early 40s. When he first tried to run for Congress just before he hit 40, it was a massive fail. He lost by 30 points. And he tells an anecdote where he's about to turn 40 and he can't even rent a car because his Amex has been so maxed out and he has to sleep on a friend's sofa at a conference. He can't even get into the conference. He's busy circling the outside because he hasn't got the right pass. Like he was a real outsider nobody even at that point in his career so it's it's always motivating i think to hear success stories that start off as failure stories if that makes sense definitely you know, i quite like that i mean sometimes i think it's good to see someone who is kind of like 
talking the talk. So like someone who embodies what they want to be mm. often then gets other people to believe it. So, so in the arena of, I know, the greater public finding him really endearing, I think that probably is his genuine personality. But it's kind of like, you know, calm water, but under the surface it's bubbling. And I suppose from a president, that's almost what you want. And, you know, I appreciate the fact that he's delved into these maybe it's a bit self-indulgent these arenas of just being completely like I completely reject the material world but sometimes that's what it takes to really get like an essence of what it is you're trying to find and and of who you actually are yeah Yeah. and I think yeah I think that's quite interesting I think definitely might have to have a little list and I'm I'm with you too on the audible when it comes to fiction I love it same with Jordan Peterson 12 steps like all of them just audio yeah. it's yeah only if it's them telling their own story Definitely. but for the most part they do don't they yes, like yes. if Obama can do it anyone can do it exactly <laughs> there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. We're going to talk about SAD now, aka Seasonal Affective Disorder. Uh, We wrote a feature on the best SAD lamps to boost your mood. Uh, These are the ones that, whatever, wake you up in the morning and make it look like it's sunshine, all that jazz. But I want to know, are you guys affected by SAD? Do you suffer from it? And if so, what do you do to help? Heather, you were saying just before that it's, it's still dark when you leave the house. Yeah, I never thought that I'd suffer from it before because I quite like this time of year. But I definitely, there was a few weeks ago where I was like, oh, maybe I am. But maybe it's just because we're all just stuck inside Mm. a lot more. So it sort of feels like, because you can't really do anything else. Like even yesterday, I kept thinking it was like 9pm from about, you know, half three onwards. And I was honestly ready for bed at eight o'clock and was just sort of killing time before it was acceptable to go to bed at 10. Because I was just, it just felt really late and I was just really tired. So I think, yeah, it does definitely affect me but I just hadn't really realized until you know usually on a Sunday I might go to the pub Mm. go for a roast or like see friends whereas I suppose you can't really do that at the moment so it definitely feels like it's like a long old night to while away yeah I'd say so do you find waking up in the morning harder now Winnie it is difficult to wake up in the morning when it is dark but I'm someone who as soon as I get up I've got music on you know I've got a YouTube video maybe two like simultaneously on and yeah so I'll have like a makeup tutorial in the background and then a podcast on whilst oh my god yeah yeah so I'll have lots of things I like to have the room awake you know Mm -hmm. because that just um, makes me feel a lot better and yeah a friend of mine actually recommended to have 10 seconds of cold water at the end of the shower people do that and I started doing that a couple of months ago and it really makes all the difference. Mm. I feel a bit more awake. I feel like, okay, it's fine. You know, sometimes when you're really, really warm and you get out of the shower, you kind of want to cocoon again. Mm. So 
little things like that I've been incorporating but you know we'll sometimes have days where it can be a bit much and for me I will then just put on some affirmations I find that helps mm. gosh you're so hang on I've got loads of questions <laughs> <Mine's the exact laughs> now I have to follow Winnie and be like I do nothing I'm a nightmare <laughs> so you have your cold shower your 10 or you have a warm shower and then you finish it with 10 seconds of cold yes. and you find that really invigorating like a really blast like you can't lukewarm it my shower doesn't go for that cold Ooh, mine it'll does. go like medium <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. And some people have just a cold shower, but you yeah. find it beneficial. You, you kind of ease yourself I just, in. I ease myself in. Okay. Like, obviously, I like a warm shower in the morning, but I think towards the end of the shower, it's better because obviously you can forget if you do it at the start of the shower, then you have a warm one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like to finish off my shower with that. And yeah, like I find that sometimes you wake up, you know, when you go to sleep and you're feeling a bit off you might wake up with those same feelings. Mm. So for me, I will then, you know, I love Abraham Hicks. It's so old school, but um, I'll listen to her affirmations on YouTube. And yeah, it's really, really therapeutic. And it's not too, you know, like over the top, too new age. It's it's just nice. It's like someone telling you nice things in the morning about yourself. Yeah, sounds love great. It's really heard, nice. Maybe I'm really ignorant, but I haven't heard of her. She's amazing. Yeah, she's kind of well-known. She's just, she's got this kind of new way of thinking, but essentially it's just saying that you are where you need to be. Okay. Love that. It's lovely. That. Yeah. What's, what, Get Ben to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you are where you need to be. And it just, it, it calms you. I've got a morning task for you now. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's such a good idea. Yeah. Harriet, do you think you suffer from SAD at all? Does the change in the darkness affect you? I would totally agree with Heather in the past. I think I was just too bloody busy mm. to notice. I do think this year I'm feeling it more than others but sadly unlike Winnie thank god she's here to give us some tips because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing I'm just sort of rolling with the punches yeah so coffee true. yeah coffee, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> loads of coffee I find I'm only really affected by it when we're in the office so it's actually improved this year because I find it really hard once it's dark and you're still at your desk and you know in the past I would I never really drove to the office very much so it would always be like oh my god it's pitch black and it's freezing cold and I've got to get on the train and make my commute home and that was five days a week and it all just felt so intense and depressing whereas now as you say we've got the two days a week where that doesn't happen so I can like I can I talk about this all the time but I can put on Strictly it takes two at 6 30 and I can mm. have a crumpet and a cup of tea and sit on my sofa like it's so ha- true Tor and I were talking about this exact thing last week which was on our working from home days I actually quite like that it gets dark quite yes. early because it feels quite cozy. Like so nice. I change all the lighting in my home office. Put, I was about to say, you put a lamp on, yeah. off the dream. Change <laughs> it from my leggings into my PJs, big change. <laughs> so dreamy. And then you can just like make a risotto or like yeah. have a glass of wine. For your mental health, it is so good. Mm. And I know so many people are still stuck at home. And I, you know, like my husband, for example, as he said, is, is still stuck at home. And every day when I work from home, I'm like, this is so nice. And he's like, you don't have to do it every day. Yeah. But there are so many benefits to yeah. particular during winter to being and it kind of sounds like if Georgie's listening it kind of sounds like we're slacking off at the end of the day but it's actually the opposite I feel like I can keep going totally answering yeah. emails answering emails answering emails until like sort of nine o'clock and it doesn't feel taxing 100%. to me I said to Georgie the other day actually that we all had a pretty manic week last week didn't we and yeah. on Wednesday when we worked from home if that had been a day in the office I would have cried I would have mm. really crumbled mm. at the end of that day particularly having to then commute and you're starving hungry and you're freezing yeah. cold I would, it would have broken my me. big thing being starving yes, starving right. <laughs> but because I was at home exactly the same I worked through to whatever it was eight nine and then I got a bag of mom takeaway ate it at my kitchen table while I worked and it yeah. was, I was fine I then had a bath and went to bed and it was, yeah. it's it's it true. makes such a difference when you're busy it does, it yeah. Does. yeah it's true. certainly a nice thing when you can work from home in the bath as well <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I can't say I've done I that yet do no. that. Um, it was so you take your laptop into the I mean, water 
but it's fine like it was one time but it, it, it worked out well I mean <sighs> yeah it brave was woman fine. But, I mean it sounds lovely what but do you do do you have one of those no, like I benches have like, so I have like a bench yeah. outside of the bath they yeah, take yeah. it in with me okay. and you know it, I was done for the day but I just wanted to be sure I like to watch movies in the bath too so I'm yeah. kind of that but girl. that's what I mean you can put TV on in the background and just have one eye on your inbox if there's anything urgent you exactly. can deal with it there and then and yeah. it doesn't feel stressful it's so yeah. much better than sitting in the office yeah, waiting, sitting here waiting at 8.30 for to like thinking I can't go home because yeah, exactly. I need to deal with this yeah. exactly it's so much yeah. better well as I said before we did round up um, some lights which will help if you do suffer from sad all joking aside I would actually really like one of these I do think that waking up in the morning would be a lot easier that Lumi lamp a few of my friends have got that as an alarm clock and absolutely swear by yeah. it I think that's probably a bit nicer, isn't it? But I'm a bit with you. I also, even in the morning, I quite like the coziness of a lamp and a yeah. and a coffee. And, oh, <laughs> lovely. I love this time of year. We recently ran an interview with Marion Rabat, who is uh, the founder of activewear brand Ernest Leoti, where we asked her all about her day. It was basically 10 minutes with an activewear entrepreneur. And I thought some of the questions were really rather nice. Um, so I wanted to put them to you guys. It was all about how her day starts, the important parts of her working day, etc. Um, which obviously leads on very nicely from the conversation we've just had. So Heather, I'm going to come to you first. We asked Marion what her day always starts with. She says she checks her emails, looks at Instagram and that it's not very zen, she knows. So what is what is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Go downstairs, put the kettle on, have a shower, come out, compile the coffee, drink it, watching the news, and just basically trying to work out. It's like you will learn it off by heart. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it so many times. But you... no, basically, because I work on the brief with Megan, I just like to know that we've definitely covered everything that might have already broken that morning. How and, do you consume your news? Uh, BBC Breakfast. So I know it's not very uh, highbrow, especially when Dan Walker's on it. But Dan, When it's Dan and Nagger, I mean, uh... it's like watching, I don't know, Channel 5 or something, yeah. isn't it? too much banter for me yeah I know I like it when uh, Dan's reined in Mm. by his female counterparts Mm. yes but yeah no I do like to I think because it's got like a nice mix of you know high and low I suppose I was watching it this morning and they were like a beaver colony which was great so I've learned about beaver deceivers oh what's that (laughs) it's just basically where you know if you get a bit worried about them sort of invading your landscape yeah. you can put a device called a beaver deceiver oh, in cool. whoever came up with that name must a be so pleased free with way of pest control um, oh. but no uh, yeah so you know you learn little things like that as well as getting you know they managed to get most of the big name politicians on to have a, a grilling here and there do you get up the second your alarm goes off usually at the moment because it's so dark it's mm. probably one or two snoozers but yeah usually mainly because um, yeah my boyfriend doesn't have to get up for like yeah. another hour and a half so I feel a bit mean if it's just kind of Sneezing. going off a lot of time yeah so that's what i do yeah kind of get ready while watching said bbc breakfast and then dash out the door nice uh winnie we've had your morning routine yeah. uh, harriet <laughs> what about you do you get up the second your alarm goes off absolutely not no oh. never i deliberately set my alarm i know that i have to get out of bed like my sort of getting ready routine takes 45 minutes mm-hmm. as i said i leave at nine so that's eight fifteen. yes i know that it's going to take me another 45 minutes to actually leave the bed i know that sounds ridiculous to some people but it, i've just been the same my whole life which is not a morning person in short and so i set my alarm for 7 30 and I know it's bad, but it works for me, which is that I put the radio on for the Today programme and I sort of have that going in the background, mainly because it sort of irritates me. So I don't want it to be like <laughs> the full focus, but they do obviously cover the main issues of the day. And then I get my laptop and I, I do, do yeah, and I do go through all the news on my laptop and read bits and pieces here and there, 
check that there's no absolute emergencies that I've just effed up in the inbox. When you say go through the news, you mean the Sherlux news that's going out that day? Or you mean the news? No, the real life news. Sorry. Sorry to Sherlux. I I go through the real news because although Heather and Megan are responsible for the brief, occasionally we will run kind of a A last minute thing on the main site if it's particularly topical. Mm. So for instance, when the BLM movement broke, you know, when new tier system got announced, etc. So I do like to be kind of abreast of things just in case Laura or Georgie email me and say, we need to do this. Yeah. And then I just check the inbox for any emergencies. And once I kind of feel like I've squared everything away that needs to be dealt with, then I feel I can get up. And from there, it's pretty ordinary. I mean, (laughs) there's nothing really to report other than just literally getting ready. Winnie, do you bounce out of bed with your alarm or no? I will kind of jump out of bed. But then, as I said, I have to have my setup. Got it, got it. Always a lamp. And with you, I'm a lamp girl. Yeah, Mm -hmm. lamp is so cozy. Okay, what do you have for breakfast, Winnie? Do you eat breakfast? A few weeks ago, I bought myself a Nutribullet. So I'd wake up, I'd put a handful of spinach in there, a few blueberries, a bit of soy milk, chia seeds, goji berries. So healthy. You are like... This is why you you look the way you look. Yeah, yeah, true. This is is why you glow and no one else does. So this this was the thing. So it's been basically two weeks where I've been fallen off that train for a bit and I've kind of not been having breakfast and I've noticed a difference honestly it's in what way energy everything really <laughs> like energy concentration my focus which is quite a big thing for me and I find that just having something not just food carby something really really packed with nutrition in my empty stomach really helps me and obviously the Nutribullet is so good you can just put it all in whiz it up and put the lid on and you're out the door Mm. um so yeah that's what I have for breakfast usually but the past couple of weeks I've kind of been slacking which I'm not happy about okay yeah god you're literally like you need to like write this up (laughs) because your morning routine goes clearly (laughs) um how long does it take to get ready this is it yeah it, okay. t- it takes me a little while but that's just because i like to take my yeah. time got it you're not yeah. a rusher i'm not a rusher i know we've, I, we've always had these fights when he um historically over the podcast about doing your makeup on the train <laughs> but i've always been like just fucking get up and do your makeup <laughs> well, not anymore you not can't anymore. do that on the train no. like, <laughs> before where it literally takes me five minutes to do my makeup but it'll look exactly the same as this it's just how much time i give myself yeah, no, to be honest so. and you, and you want to have zen, zen start zen, the day. <laughs> Harriet, what do you have for breakfast? I think I've said on the podcast before, I have a real love-hate relationship with it. I think because I'm not a morning person, very often I don't have a natural appetite in the morning. But I totally hear what Winnie's saying, which is if I don't do it, like for instance, I didn't do it this morning because I was like, I'm just not hungry and I can't face the idea of food. Honestly, by the time I get here, the whole day is off to a bad mm. start. So... I do try to be really disciplined with myself now and have two Weetabix with a banana because oh, really? it, it's That's quite nice. it's quite bland, mm. which sounds bad. But if you don't have a natural appetite mm. in the morning, I think it's a good kind of like somewhat nutritious thing to just get you going and you don't have to think about it too much. And although you might not like love it at the time, by the time I get here, I'm on much more of an even keel with things. There's no cravings. There's no sugar dips, you know. Especially if you walk to work as well. Even if it's a short walk, you need something to fuel yourself, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's still a 20, 25 minute walk. So, you know, it's still decent. And yeah, I know when I'm doing it, as in skipping it, Mm. that it's a bad idea. But there are just some days where I can't face it. But I'm trying to be more disciplined. I've really messed up my breakfast routine since we've come back to work, you know. I used to always have oat cakes with peanut butter and banana, but I feel even quite 
quite a lot of equipment and that's not like mm. COVID friendly. Yeah, you're not allowed mm. any of that on your desk. No, you're not supposed to have it on your desk and I really don't like them washing up with I didn't like washing up in the communal stuff anyway, mm. especially now if it's gonna be my own personal I mean yeah. I suppose I could take it home every day and well, that's a fast. It what sounds fast. like you're a bit like me as and you don't have much of a natural appetite early on. No well it's more do you know what I am? I wake up hungry but I can't eat before I go to work because then I'm starving by lunchtime. I have to I so my, yeah, my ever since I started work, my routine has been like eat when I get to work, whether that's, and that's nine now or ten. Problematic. And that's yeah. a problem, yeah. But actually Weetabix isn't a horrible idea. I could do that. Like I say, first. it's quite straightforward, it's quite bland. It's not something that you think, oh, can't sort of yeah. face that and yeah, you you do start the day on a much more even keel. We also asked Marion uh, the piece she's living in right now, the one thing she can't stop wearing. Heather, what is that for you? Probably these Russell and Bromley big chunks. Uh, they're boots. lovely. Thank when you. these on you. Yes, they are new. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I've wanted some for ages and finally got some. They're those like proper chunky sold ones. Yeah, they're really cool. I feel much taller in them. I am actually a good kind of inch or two taller, which makes great. Me feel, yeah, it's mm-hmm. good. Good for like getting stuff out the shelves. But basically, they're comfy. really comfy. Yeah, yeah, they're leather. But usually with any new shoes, like, they always hurt me massively. And I haven't, I've walked in these loads and haven't had any issues so far. So. Russell and Bromley are really like, you pay a little bit more than you would on the yeah. high street, but not stupid prices. And they, you get what you pay for. I can they're, tell they're, they're really well made as well. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, big recommendations for those. But yeah, basically, I think because they're black, you can, I feel like, I can wear them with anything yeah. other people might not do but no, no. I definitely, definitely can 100% so yeah those Winnie, are mine what are you living in right now a jacket they look great underneath coat or blazer and also I always wear like yoga pants around the house so mm. they're really flattering because they cut you at like the thinnest yeah. part of your leg yes. so yeah, you yeah. Look, oh yeah I'm the same you know? I would never wear a short jacket you've got to have those yeah it just so, makes yeah. everything look really flattering and yeah I love this kind of oatmeal-y color one kind of goes with everything and nice. fan of the thinner ones as opposed to the thick yeah ones. agreed the thick ones it's then quite hard to wear yeah it, it, feels the like a, it feels like a coat yeah agreed <laughs> Harriet what about you you know what I'm gonna say it's my M&S Parker I knew it would be <laughs> <laughs> you're modeling it right now I am modeling it right now because it's freezing it's cold. but yes I talked about it on the show the other week so if you want to find out more you can listen to me rabbit on on there but yeah I think as well through lockdown obviously we've only been able to do so many things outdoors and in tier two it'll be the same with socializing and what have you so yeah it's been invaluable really Mm -hmm. I think this year is the year of the practical coat and (laughs) I like to say I've nailed it there you go you heard it here first (laughs) (laughs) how about you Charlotte how about me oh leggings are the thing I'm living I'm so happy leggings are back they are so comfortable where do you Um, get good leggings from so the ones I'm wearing today are from Zara these I have are, the same ones I can so attest. good these so they're these great. are a split hem pair. oh yes they're probably a bit long on me I, I would think, trip um, they're supposed to end before your shoes mine trail on the floor mine do like I was 14 yeah. but anyway but I love them with a the fl- I've got my red velvet pumps on today and I find jeans really difficult because of my body shape I just find jeans like not that comfortable same and yeah these are such a good alternative mm. and they're so easy I mean you can get home and put on a hoodie and feel like you're in loungewear but I'm also, yes. they're so nice. They look so nice with what we're wearing. But we're so wearing the same ones. Oh! I've literally had tucked them in the boots. Exactly. Oh, so versatile. Yes, but... exactly. So when he's wearing long boots, I've done exactly. They work Just so tuck well tucked in, into long boots as well. It's, like a th- it's more of a, you know, thicker than a legging. They're, they're really yeah. substantial. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Like, I wouldn't be worried that, you know, your pants are going to yeah. show through. Or, yeah, no, know, no, no, there's no. There's no fair. fear of like, bad yeah. crotch yeah, like they're really thick these yeah. yeah did you say you have the same ones i do yeah. and not that we've really got huge amounts of occasions to be doing this but they do look really good with a the heel they look well. so good oh. with a heel and actually on last night's strictly results show claudia winkerman was wearing a really similar pair with a with a really pointy high court yeah. and it looks so good i just That's think it looks really thing. sexy and yeah. um if you are short like me mm. i'm only five four for reference yeah. I actually think they are a flattering look, especially with a heel. Yeah, so, as long as you've what you were describing, Winnie, like I have to wear a longer jacket yeah, or jumper. Yeah, like, layer it 
up and yeah, yeah. I think they work well with layers square yeah. toe pointed toe yeah, yeah. the lot the lot I did have to buy a non split hem pet because these are long they don't fit into a shorter boot so I yeah. had to buy another for, if you've got like an angle like yours Heather yeah. then I had to oh, buy yeah. another pet but again yeah. Zara so good someone yeah. send me a link please <laughs> send you, we'll sort you out don't worry yeah we can, we can all twin how well, funny though that we've all bought the same pet that's the other thing they yeah. are such good value I yeah. think they're like nineteen ninety nine. literally and, I've, and I actually bought mine maybe January I know I wore them on something we shot on BCS in January, but anyway, they've been so useful. These leggings for me are like the new black skinny jeans. Totally I agree. feel like I just always used to throw in a pair of black skinnies with everything. Now I'm like split hair and yeah. like completely leggings. agree. There's something a bit chicer about a legging so than a jean as well. Yeah. The short pair, I keep wearing those with like a mule and a big jumper and I love that look. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right. Well, speaking of fashion, we wrote a feature. Heather, I know you're and I felt poised like I to comment have, on I could, this. I could have written this. <laughs> we wrote a trend report on the glam gothic trend. This is the, well, obviously it's the vampire's wife, but actually it came a bit before that from the likes of Shrimps and Bella Freud. And it's this kind of gothic dark twist on all these feminine details, it's the bows, it's the tool, it's the ruffles done with a with a kind of cynicism. I know you're a big fan. I am. Oh, yeah. All those labels you just mentioned, I just absolutely love. Like, I don't know. It's how I've either been dressing my whole life or wanting to dress my whole yeah, life. It's, but it's the, actually... The aesthetic you have in mind. Exactly. Yeah. No, I absolutely love it. It's a cool way to do feminine, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Harriet, I know for once this is a trend you're <laughs> on board with. <laughs> which I'm thrilled about. I think only because in normal life, sort of throughout the year, I'm quite a sort of girl dresser anyway mm-hmm. so for me it really appeals but I also just think this year it's the totally chic way to do like mini party season yeah. dressing mini party season I like that, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, it, that. let's face it it's going to be mini yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, I do think it's just a really chic take on I think in the piece that you wrote you wrote something about you know basically velvet's always a big thing at Christmas but this is kind of like the updated way to do it mm-hmm. and it's so true I just think all of those details in, in this particular trend are just that sort of notch up yeah. I think the reason that it's so key this year is exactly as you say, there's something, because it's decadent, that feels like something you can kind of wear at home in this in this kind of fictional world we all have where you kind of are going to spend the next four weeks lounging around the house drinking champagne mm. and, I don't know, feathers and <laughs> glitter and sequins and stuff. This fits quite well into that whole aesthetic, doesn't it? You know, we keep talking about it, but the gorgeous velvet dress that Charlotte wore in our John Lewis mm. shoot oh, with the God, big collar. It's, it's so good. amazing, yeah. dress, isn't it? We've got it here, you know. Have a look. Yeah, Can yeah, I uh, have a look? So that's from Ghost, that dress. Um, it, it's that kind of aesthetic, isn't yeah. it? You feel yeah. like you could put that on with a red lip or even if it's just a black jumper, but then you add your red velvet hair bow or a hairband. Harriet, I know you love a hairband. I do. Um, and you can channel the trend that way can't you mm, totally Winnie into it when it's so appropriately named isn't it the vampire's wife yes, so exactly. and I think mm. it's such a romantic trend as well yeah, it's something really so romantic about like dark evenings and you've just got these gorgeous hues of like berry hues yeah, and so black true. lace it just for me I love kind of a gothic look and I think it just just right it's just right it's like sexy but cool sexy yeah it's yeah. cool sexy it's not like overtly sexy yeah. there's something even though there are high collars and long sleeves it just there's something really feminine about yeah, it so true um, quite strong because there's this coat from shrimps that I want oh, so badly I keep staring at their coat it's okay, so the green one with the <laughs> oh, fur do you yeah. know what I mean yeah. so guys it's like a forest green it's one of those with like a big faux fur cuff which obviously on both sides and then a big faux fur collar and then it's got the same across the yeah. bottom <laughs> and it's got a bejeweled belt oh yeah I mean it is I don't it's so on me like I just don't think I'd ever wear it but oh my god I stare at it every day I get it up on matches and just I'm just looking it at is, it isn't you I know it, it feels so nice oh god, so nice it's such a special coat isn't it mm. it's so good mm-hmm. Father Christmas <laughs> <laughs> okay well for more details on the gothic glamour trend then do have a look at the feature on the site we're going to end very quickly by talking about hats we rounded up all 
the hats you need for winter, whether that's a beanie or a cap. Lots of caps around, very on trend. I wore a cap this weekend. So I want to know what hats you're into right now. Beanies, Heather? I don't wear hats full stop. I look terrible in them. But what do you do about cold ears? <laughs> oh, just deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nails as well. I just kind of cover them. No, I just, caps like never fit me. I look absolutely I think ridiculous. you'd be quite cool in a cap. I think it would fit your, your vibe. No. Like a cap with what you're wearing. Today, I don't know. Cool. No, just never ever managed to find one that I think suits me. Oh. And then, yeah, any other hats? Like I sort of bought a boater this summer and was like, oh, I think this one looks all right. But then there wasn't really any occasion no. to wear it but that was me being very adventurous so, yeah <laughs> big move even beanies like yeah i don't know just kind of come over my eyes i don't know i've got quite a small head i yeah. think i just basically feel like i can never find one that fits That's me sad. don't get me wrong i don't think they suit me very well a beanie but it's, i think they're so essential mm-hmm. like i really need one winnie you a hat wearer I love a hat. I do. Do you remember that trend? I think it was last year, the teddy cat hats that everyone used to wear. Yeah. Uh, what, what style? It's kind of, I think it was a teddy hat or a Peaky, Peaky Blinders. Blinders. Oh, sorry, the yeah. Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, so I was like wearing, sporting that every single day. Beanies don't suit me, but I do love a baseball cap. Yeah, you look all yeah, yeah. so cool. So I just tuck it behind my ears. If I'm going to the gym, it's just a, an amazing way. No makeup. You've got your cap on, so you feel really confident. Mm-hmm. I do love a cap. Yeah. Cap with some sunglasses. Yeah, I, I said once in the past that that was just people who wore that look were just trying to be like Victoria Beckham. Yeah, yeah. But there is a way to wear it. Like there's so many textured ones around now, so it's not. It doesn't have to be a sporty one. You can exactly. go for like a like a herringbone or mm. like a. There's a lot of dog's tooth print ones as well, and uh-huh. that quite chic with a bit of denim and yeah. a good coat. Sarah Corbett Winder, she's very good at that. Yeah. She wears a lot of caps. Yeah. Harriet hat wearer. I love hats, and they're probably one of the things that weirdly I spend far too much money on and every time I crack one out my friends or my family will be like what the f is that? <laughs> yeah. it takes a lot of confidence to wear a hat doesn't it I know it? and yeah. not many people in my life are very supportive of me wearing them <laughs> I have to say they, they just claim they don't suit me but I sort of don't give a shit like whatever I love them and if I look in the mirror and think it's not that bad then I'm gonna wear it like stuff everyone else you go girl yeah what kind of hat exactly but I have to say I do prefer a summer hat I spend much more on summer hats than I probably do on winter ones however every time the royals start trotting out for Christmas and they're always in these amazing like very slony kind of hats mm. I'm always like I've got to get more into that Wait, so do you have like proper hats like headpiece hats when I think of the royals I think of like things on their head more than ha- you just mean like a nice trilby hat. yeah well yeah so like when Kate Middleton turns up to Sandringham or whatever yeah. and they're going to the church of the queen and what have you it's either like something quite furry or something yeah like you say a fedora mm. sort of that's got like I don't know pheasant feathers in it mm. or something and it always <laughs> looks quite sort of chic and quite timeless yeah whereas you know the baseball caps I love them as a trend they probably don't work that well on me because I'm not that kind of like androgynous in the way that I dress mm. so I think with winter hats I'd probably have to go for the more kind of like I was like, just imagining you in one of those like you know that fabulous pink thing that Kate wore once it was like a big like circular thing with like ribbons I was imagining you and your current outfit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wearing one of those no but every time that I sort of see people going to the rugby and stuff and they're wearing those like quite slony yeah. sort of hats I do think that might be quite a sensible investment for me because I think the slony way of dressing is kind of the way I dress okay yeah um, it's the winter replacement for your headbands isn't it yeah, yeah and actually you say headbands I think headbands are my way forward I think thank god Kate Middleton set that trend off as well because ever since she did I've been able to kind of embrace the trend but in a way that suits me all right well if you are looking to invest in a new hat whatever the style uh, then we have it all in that feature so do check it out I think that's about it for this week if you have any feedback at all please do email podcast at sheolax.com we love hearing from you don't forget also to rate review subscribe and tell your friends bye-bye this message comes from bof sponsor ebay you'll know real when you get it 
it'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.